Good evening. I'm Ralphie Martinez in, in Darkness. Point five episode. Um, yeah, we are in the middle of um, heavy research into what the next episodes are going to be. So we also have to take, the, we have to take this week, take this week to uh, work on that. It's not going to be the next episode. It's going to be the episode after it. But it's a lot of research. We're trying to do a bit more ambitious things here. You know, try to teach you some things so you're in the loop on some of the references we make in terms of conspiracies, government stuff, and all that. So it's going to be a good topic. Um, it's probably going to be a two-parter episode, if I'm being honest with you. It's pretty expansive because um, we are talking about the career of one man, and you have to get it right. You know, at least you have to get the events right. Like, that's when editorial comes in, and I will definitely have a way of feeling about this man. Make no doubt about it, you know. Like, I'm not going to hide that. You're going to know. So, but it is going to be interesting. I am excited for it. You know, just kind of writing it, because I do have to write it. Like, it's you know, it's not something you can really wing. You know, it's something that you got to be informed on and typed up. And that's what we're doing. But I didn't want to leave you without anything for this week. So I figured let's do these .5s. And also, like, making the .5s only audio will make me do more video episodes on the regular because the episode isn't for real until there's video component. So I like that kind of challenge vagging that on to myself. We'll do that together. It'll keep me honest. But not a lot has happened, really. I'm not keeping, you know, pace on the giant Amber Heard trial. I'm not. I'm not. I have no idea what's going on with it. I just know people are pooping in beds. But it's Amber Heard. I think she's allowed to poop in your bed. She's hot. She's hot, bruh. Hot girls get away with things sometimes. Maybe not things that we would want them to get away with, like pooping in beds, but she's a hot girl. And that's how it works when you're a hot girl. The rules don't apply to you when you're a hot girl. Everyone knows that. It's a well-known fact of life. Ask any hot girl you know. They have gotten free drinks, free food, free accommodations. Free stuff all the time. Because you're hot. And it's interesting. People like didn't get mad about that, but I, I, I kind of get it. In order to be a hot person, you have to win a genetic lottery. And that's not easy. So you should be showered with gifts. You were that lucky. You know? People who work for it, you know, the, I guess the, the, the kudos is in the journey along the way of learning the skills. But if you just grow up hot, you deserve to have the lottery thrown at you. You did, hey, you dodged a bullet. You could have been ugly as fuck. Johnny Depp, I guess, is handsome to some people. Not to me. He's no Ben Affleck. But even he deserves, you know, a little bit of a kudos. You were born hot. Congrats. It's two hot people going at each other. Seems kind of normal to me. I always assumed hot people were weird. Didn't surprise me Amber Heard pooped in his bed. To be a hot person, you have to accept that 
everything is balanced on you being hot. Because the second you're not, you're out. It's done. Hit the road, toots. That's how the world works, sadly. And, I, and listen, that's not even traditional beauty either. I think all forms of beauty go through this. Even if you're a plus-size model, it hinges on you being attractive to a certain demographic. That's what modeling is. We can call it whatever we want. We can call it art or whatever. That, that's fine. I'm all for grifting. Remember that. But it, it's still at its base. You have to appeal to somebody. So, of course, it's going to be a little screwy. The one thing your entire life is based on is something you can't really control because you're going to age. Sure, you can start getting the Botox early, but the bills come due. Very few people get away with the Botox in the long run. That's just how it is. That doesn't surprise me. Two hot people had a really bad relationship. Not surprised. I don't think two hot people could be in a relationship together. Someone has to always be a little uglier than the other, I think. And I think we all know who we are. I'm definitely the ugly one in my relationship. If you're the ugly one, hey, shout outs to you. Amber Heard is the beautiful one in that relationship. Sorry to say. Even though Johnny was abused. Hey, hey, Johnny was abused. But Amber Heard is hot. So, listen, misogynistic as it sounds. Gotta let it happen. I'm sorry, just gotta let it happen. You just gotta take the abuse, dude. Take the abuse. No, I don't believe that. I actually feel bad for him. It's weird to see a guy like Johnny Depp be abused. He's such a delightful clown. In all his movies. So the thing that he gets abused, it's weird. You would abuse Jack, Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow? That's really fucked up. That's Captain Jack. That's sadly Willy Wonka. That's Edward Scissorhands. You're abusing Edward Scissorhands? That's fucked up. He'd suffered enough abuse in that movie. All his films really are abuse if you think about it. So come on. You don't need that shit at home. I feel bad for the guy. But Amber Heard is hot, man, and that's something that cannot be understated. We have to address it. Sorry. It's it's it's, it's clearly a part of the evidence, if I'm being honest with you. It's part of the evidence. I mean, now, does she look as good as she used to look? No. No. This isn't Machete Amber Heard here, which was prime Amber Heard. Maybe she wasn't abusive then. That would make it her prime then. But now she's not in her prime and she's abusive. It goes to show you when the beauty starts to fade, maybe so does the civility, the humanity, the modern day hot person. But yeah, 
that's what I got. That's my take. If you were wondering, that's my take. I don't have much else than that. It's a very shallow take. But sometimes we're shallow people. Ain't we? But yeah. Um, what else has happened? Well, I... I'm not going to play it. I'm going to tell you right now before we get I'm not going to play it. You're just going to have to imagine it. But I did, for the first time in about 10 years, go to an open mic last night and performed. It was, um, it was weird, but comfortable. I made the rookie mistakes again, which is nice. I guess you lose some of that shit over time. But, um, you know, I went, uh, it's a friend of mine that hosts it, Abby. It's uh, Pizza Gate 2, because there's free pizza at the mic. Even though I'd be interested in the Pizza Gate sequel. We do need a new conspiracy theory, we've run out of them. QAnon didn't stick. It, it's relied on, it relied on Trump too much. It wasn't a good conspiracy theory. You can't build it around people. You have to build it around anonymous groups that you can't see that are esoteric in nature. That's how a good conspiracy rolls. How it survives and thrives on. But I did perform. I did a couple of bits that I had done previously on this show. In a condensed three-minute version. You can imagine. I had to go pretty fast. And I did go pretty fast. Rookie mistake. Shouldn't have done that. It was three minutes set. Or supposed to be timed three minutes. Ended up being two minutes, 39 seconds. And I was a little disappointed in myself. Because I had time. I didn't keep time in my head. That was a problem. Or I have like a clock somewhere. I could have done that. But I, you know, I'm an idiot. I don't think about these things until it's too late. There is video footage of it, but I'm not showing that to anyone. That's for me and my friends to make fun of me with. Was it a bad set? No wish. It, here's the problem. I just, I speed, I sped through it. I sped through it. And I guess because the adrenaline got so high as went. The way I normally go on here, but faster so essentially how I actually talk in real life we know this is how I talk in real life but super engaged like think of it like super saiyan Ralph just shooting the entire time not coming up for air couple of laughs couple of groans I can live with it crowd filled with other comedians so it's a little different you know a little harder to make them laugh because you're amongst your peers. You're really just there to get the reps in. It's gym. It's the gym. You know what I mean? Like you're doing lifts. You know, no one really applauds all the lifts. You know, you applaud, you applaud the most interesting lifts or the, the heaviest lifts. But it was the first time in 10 years. I didn't mention it. Uh, 
my boy Abby reminded me that a lot of people do mention it. You know, to kind of get that sympathy. I, as you call in wrestling a cheap pop. I didn't want a cheap pop. I just wanted to go in there as dry as possible. And I did. And then I originally was going to go up. Um, around 10 a.m. that day, I had talked to the boys. They were talking about going to the open mic. And Mike was like, you should go up. You know what I mean? And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I have anything. He's like, oh, you only got to do three minutes. It's like most people, some people do a minute up there and they come back down. So I thought about it and went, you know what? If, I, if I'm if i into it by noon, I'll go do it. But by 1030, I was already writing and condensing it. On the off chance that I decide to do it. Luckily, there were, there were luckily work was dead that day. So I was able to practice perform it, you know, and get it down right. But I, even on my way there, I still wasn't 100% convinced that I was going to go up. You always leave that um, percentage for error. It's not that I'm afraid to. It's that this... I has always felt that I need to be a bit more right and put together. Given that I had done this before, at least for two years before. So, you know, I just. I kind of wanted to do it in a more controlled way, I guess. To maximize win instead of, you know, effort. But I got there. Talked to my girlfriend about it. She encouraged me. And so. Yeah, I talked to a few other people, you know, like, just I'm thinking about it. I actually ran into a coworker on my way there. I told him I was going. I told him I might go up. He said, you should. He said, takes balls. You should go up there. So I went, you know, I did. Wasn't nervous about it. I just really wanted to do it already, you know, and just get it done and get it past me. I kind of, like, did I care how the set went? Yeah, but... This was more like a forcing a set out just to like whatever bomb or reaction I get. I just finally have one now and I can just move on to the next thing or the next stage of it, you know, get past the initial whatever. And it was good. The, re- the, the reaction in general was fine. No one hated me. People were indifferent. I can live with that. But... I think for the most part, my energy kind of woke up the room a little bit. I did see some people, like, kind of sit back and, oh, like, it's that energy. The confidence was there, I think, mainly because at this point in my life, what's it not to be confident about if I have the history in it? You know, I've done something. You know, I did open mics for two years. I know what it is. It's just shaking off some. Shaking off, you know, rust. But I did it, you know, and I went up there. I don't remember a lot of it. And I haven't even watched the video back, to be honest with you. I'm taking some time away from it before I do it. But I already remember, like, how it went. Like, during it, I, I probably recorded no memory. I probably blacked out, and now it's coming back to me. But, um, yeah, it, it went too fast. A boy went too fast. But it was nice. Um, someone said that 
they felt like I was doing it for years recently. And that felt good. That I at least I at least looked competent still. You know, the naturalness was still there. I'm not saying I'm a natural, like, great. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if there's one thing I'm a natural at is the performance part of it. You know, I will, you know, give myself to it. It's just getting me there is the problem. You know, that's the one talent I think I have that I pontificate well when I'm actually speaking words correctly or saying words correctly. Do you see what I'm talking about now? These words I use that are the most simpler, the simplest words. I'm never going to get past it. That's me for life. I'm always going to have word, weird, weird word choices. I'm, st- I'm stuck. I'm fucked. Can't get around that. But, um, it was cool. My boy Mike came out. Um, he brought his brother and a friend of theirs, and it was nice, you know, to have some friends there. And it was just good to feel supported, you know. It was good to feel that there was... Kids, you got to understand, me and Mike don't really know each other like that. You know what I mean? Like, me and Mike, like, we became friends, like, over time, you know, while working together. You know, we're still early in our friendship. And for him to do that was really cool and really sweet. You know, like, to be there. And, you know, to even put the little bug in my ear, man. Like, yeah, let's go. And we had a great time. Even afterwards, we had a great time. Talking shit, you know, eating free alligator lounge pizza. It was fun. And I think the whole experience was fun. It it was the best way for it to happen. Like, I have no negative reactions to it, you know. I do want to get up again. I think I have some things I can pull around and start putting together. But it's just a matter of just writing that down. But, yeah, it was... um. It was cool. You know, and I missed it. Like, I didn't realize how much I missed it till it was done. You know, and just talking to other comedians, oh, you're good, you're good, you know, just that kind of encouragement. Like, I missed that. There was a vaudeville, the vaudevillainy, the vaudevillness of it. The problem is, there's a wrestling, there was a wrestling tag team called the Vaudevillains. So now when I think of vaudeville, I think of them immediately, so then the words get mixed around. There's a sense of vaudeville in the fucking thing. And it's nice. Is that like when I used to watch it in movies, I'm like, that's show business, baby. But is it? I don't know. But it's a cool open mic. Um, it's Thursdays. 7.30. Sign up at 7. Alligator Lounge in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. But yeah, it's uh, it it was a thing. It was a thing that happened, and I felt really good about it. My mom thought it was great. I showed a video later. My brother, super hype. The Wonder Kim was hype. The Wonder Kim was texting me paragraphs, bro. You know how hype he has to be to text a brother paragraphs. 
Normally he just waits till I walk through the door, but he couldn't wait. All the boys thought it was pretty solid. Some saw potential, some said bad crowd. But some brought up the good point, you got to slow down. Got to slow down. And they were right. It was a rookie mistake. I had the time. You know, I, I wasn't confident in my ability to make the time. And I overcompensated in that moment. It's amazing what your mind and body will do when you're back into a corner. How it decides to solve problems. So, it was, it was cool. I guess I still think I say it's cool. And the feeling afterwards now just is I got to do it again. And I got to do it more. Luckily, a lot more open mics are earlier. So I can get them done early in the evening and still make it at a reasonable time to hit bed for work. I know that's kind of a coward's way of doing the business, some would say. But I think the business has changed to a point where there's so many places to do comedy that people have multiple. I'm telling you, I think we're in the middle of another boom. But I don't know how long it's going to last. Dan Soder's gotten into my head about that when he said it on Joe Rogan, but I don't know. I think things going to be here for a bit. I think live events are coming back a bit. I don't think it's just because of COVID. I just think in general, people want to get back out there again. Production, no. Uh, the audio might be a little... It, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, our cloud lifter is did the damage, I think, or one of the cords of damage. I got to replace it. So for I think for a bit, we'll be having just the mic to the mixer. It's not as clear. It's clear enough but I would like it to be clearer and have less noise in it. Like, I'm sure you can hear stuff in the background now. Like, my fridge and stuff. Because we're recording this at home. Yeah, it's a little different. Okay, so we were able to find why um, it was acting up before, I think, the audio? Yeah, noise gates so, yeah this is why we need the cloud lifter back because without the cloud lifter, it's not good it's not good Bobby we gotta get on it anyway open mics bro they're fun I guess we, we were able to fix it for the ending of this week's episode um yeah I'll be going back to do it again you know I just it's not fear It's it's not fear dude and I think that's one thing that I can say. Like it, it's not, it's not fear. It's really just wanting to do it right and not waste my time. But I don't think I won't be wasting my time. You know, it just it, it felt really good. So we'll see. We'll see. We will see how this goes. But. Um, Anchor let us know that we're close to getting a little bit of monetization around here. We just got to get a few more listeners. And then we can talk about Anchor on air. You know, pay us to do it. So, in pennies. But we'll take whatever shekels we can get. We are not a, a prideful bunch here at WRKM. 
they're happy I'm bringing in any money. Though they refuse to pay me still. I don't know how long this contract's going to work out. Even just give me the laundry detergent money that everyone else is getting. I can promote laundry detergent. We're going to get our own sponsors around here. Yeah. We're going to call companies directly and get our own sponsorships. And we'll even produce their merch. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Watch out, WRKM. Ralph's on the marketing prowl. Sponsor Alley. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll get a few more listeners to this podcast through stand-up. I don't know. Who knows? The, the world's open. The world is open. Or is it? Or is it? Who knows how this is going to end? I don't know. Not me, not you, nobody. So in the end, here's a .5 episode. We'll be back with a video episode next week. And then the episode after that is the one we're working heavily on right now. It's going to be a solid one, I think. I'm not going to say it's going to be great. But I am really proud of the work we're doing for it. Um, yeah. And hopefully it reaches a different demographic, you know. Teaching topics, talking history, that could be really fun. Anyway. With that being said, should we have the typical goodbye for the point five episodes? Should we do something different for the point five? I don't think so. I, I thought about it for a brief moment, and I have decided against it. That's how quickly decisions get made around here. But no matter what I choose, and we both know how this one is going to end. <laughs>